Hello and welcome to my podcast channel once again. As you all know, like um, after every game week, um, there's always something to listen to on my channel here because I'm always going to um, perform the game week review in which um, I'm just going to go about the lessons that we learned as FPL managers during the game week. So once again, welcome to my podcast channel. My name is Alabiti Milane. So very quickly, I'm just going to run over the game week. It was a really exciting game week. I mean, a lot of us were greeted by the news um, that um, one of the greatest of all time, like Cristiano Ronaldo, is actually coming back to the Premier League. And we all know what that means. That means a lot of goals and assists and a lot of points for fantasy managers. But before he um, gets listed, before the deal is finally completed, um, there were actually a lot of games um, in the game week. Um, and with that, well, actually a lot of goals as well from, you know, a lot of ends, like from all ends of the pitch. So I'm just quickly going to go about the results um, of all the games. So the early kickoff um, between Man- Manchester City and Arsenal ended 5-0 um, in favour of Manchester City. Then um, the other um, games um, later in the day... Um, between Aston Villa and Brentford um, was a draw in which both teams scored one goal each. Then um, followed by Brighton Everton in which Everton ran out 2-0 winners over Brighton. With Newcastle and Southampton as well ended in a draw in which both teams scored two goals apiece. Then Leicester versus Norwich ended in favour of Leicester um, 2-1 in that game. Then also, um, West Ham versus Crystal Palace ended in a draw as well, in which both teams also scored two goals apiece. Then, um, finally, on Saturday, um, the game between Liverpool and Chelsea ended in a draw as well, uh, which both teams scored one goal apiece. Then on Sunday, there were three games, um, which Burnley and Leeds um, kick-started the day. Um, in a draw as well, um, both teams scoring one goal each. Then Spurs and Watford as well. Um, Spurs running out one in winners over Watford. Then finally, to wrap up the game week, the game between Wolves and Manchester United, in which Manchester United won that game one goal to nil over Wolves. So, knowing this information, what are the lessons that we have learned from this game week? What has the game week taught us? Um, in conjunction with what has been happening in the previous um, two game weeks. So, first of all, I want to talk about the defences. If you listen to my previous podcast, um, you would realise that I was I'm talking about the defences. That I think what we would learn from this season, um, FPL, is the fact that we can always trust the big boys um, in the defence. And um, there were a lot of clean sheets for this game week. I think we only had four clean sheets. And... You know, those, um, out of four, um, those four clean sheets, um, three of those came from teams in the top six. Um, that's only Manchester City, um, Spurs, and Manchester United actually kept clean sheets. So I think um, over the course of the season, we've learned that you can actually trust um, the defenses of you know the bigger teams, just like um, I've been saying throughout um, you know the previous reviews of the previous game weeks. Then also. Um, in the Liverpool-Chelsea game week, you could actually see some really, really good defensive plays. I think um, the Liverpool defence did really well to stop Chelsea from actually scoring more than they did in that game. And we can even see that even after 
um, Chelsea actually got the red card when Rhys James got that red card. Chelsea actually defended really well to like just get a point out of that game. So I think what we've learned from this season is I think we can continue to expect more clean sheets from the likes of Manchester City, from the likes of Liverpool, from the likes of Chelsea, from the likes of Spurs, and even um, you know even Manchester United. I think with the addition of Raphael Varane, we can expect more clean sheets from this team. So if you're really tinkering with your teams, I think these are the guys you really want to look for um, in your team. Then I think the Brighton and Everton game, of course, they were always going to be. Um, it kind of compromised because those teams that actually um, Brighton was actually a very good team but Everton have this kind of really strong attack so it was kind of like a really um, you know a really hard um, call um, in that game but I think Everton eventually ran out of the clean sheet but I think for Brighton uh, people who own Brighton players I think you can still um, be kind of um, probably on Brighton keepers as well I think you can still be really patient because I think the way Brighton play most of the time it's very hard for um, teams to break them down except it's a very a very good team with a very good attack so um if you listen to the previous podcast of the previous game weeks i think my predictions are still in line that we can continue to trust the defending of the really big boys in the league all right now moving on right now to the captain picks um a, a lot of um um the uh, managers actually went for different captain picks because going into this week they were some kind of really good fixtures and a lot of players were in firm so um, a lot of players were actually uh, managers were actually looking for um, players that could you know, just give them that edge against the others so um, they were it's very um, very um, kind of like very different um, captaincy options going to the game week um, you know with the likes of Antonio with the likes of Bruno Fernandes with the likes of Mohamed Salah with the likes of Jamie Vardy and Heming Son um, I think a lot of people actually went differential for Hurricane as well, but it was a pity that Hurricane actually blanked and got a yellow card um, in that game versus Watford, and so did Bruno Fernandez, who actually blanked in, in that game against Wolves. He got a goal dis, um, disallowed um, for offside, then he, he actually got a yellow card as well. I'm just kind of worrying. You know, I think that's two blanks in a row for Bruno Fernandez now. And actually, his ninth blank in, I think, 12 games. So it's kind of a bit worrying given his price tag and this kind of um, really consistent blanks. I know he's a really explosive player. Like, on his day, Bruno Fernandez can easily get you 15 to 20 points. Uh, but uh, I think it's kind of becoming um, kind of a bit inconsistent. Um, we'll see um, the, pre- um, the following um, next game weeks how Bruno Fernandez handles this. But um, but I think for um, people who captained Antonio and uh, people who captained Salah and Vardy and Son, um, they were actually smiling because um, those players that I mentioned delivered really, really tasty hauls. Antonio finished um, the game between West Ham and Crystal Palace. He finished the game week with nine points, having scored a goal and an assist and got two bonus points as well. A lot of the um, people who captain Antonio, including myself, might have been really hurt that he didn't get all three bonus points, but we will take 11 points, I mean, in this kind of game week. Then people who captain Salah as well, um, he actually finished the game week with 10 points, which, honestly, I wasn't actually expecting that, but he's Mohamed Salah, right? So, he actually got a goal in that game against Chelsea, scored a very sumptuous penalty, very close to halftime. Then he got all three bonus points 
which I don't know how he actually got those bonus points, <laughs> but he actually did. And you know, he finished the game with 10 points, which is captain us, and people own him, including me, are going to be happy to take the points. Then also, Jamie Vardy, who is actually proving to be kind of under the radar, but is getting the points for those who can actually keep their faith in him. So he finished the game with, with 12 points, having got a goal and an assist in that game against Norwich City. So they have Manchester City up next, who look really solid defensively, but we all know what Jimmy Vardy can do against top teams. So um, let's keep our fingers crossed for that one coming up. Then um, also him and Son, who actually got 10 points as well. He scored the only goal in that game between Tottenham and Watford and um, got the clean sheet points and two bonus points to um, enemy total of 10 points for the game week. And funny enough, um, Imison is seen in less than 30% of teams, so it's actually proving to be a really tasty differential. Oh, a lot of managers I know are just kind of like overlooking, maybe, um, probably because of his price tag, but he seems to be like bringing those returns um, really good for people that can actually trust him. So overall, it was a kind of a decent game week for most people. Um, for me, it was it was a, it was a really good game week, and I think we can still expect more of the attacking assets to uh, we have to continue bringing in the returns. A lot of people who transferred in Ben Rama were disappointed because he couldn't um, get the returns that we were actually expecting him to get. But I think the way Western are set up, like there's points coming on from all corners of the pitch, guys. So. I think um, if you have um, Western attacking assets, I think you can still kind of hold on to them. If you're, I think on the defensive side, Western are not really that good because they've been considering a lot of goals, which I said in the um, previous game week reviews that I think Western is that team you want to pick attackers from but not defenders because um, their defense is not really great but they can't outscore teams and that's how they get their points. So I'm looking forward, I think what um, game week 3 has taught us is um, there are still a lot of really cheap options that can, actors are bringing in the points. Um, Carvet Lewin also scored for the third game in a row now, and um, that takes him up to three goals and 23 total points, and he's just priced at 8.2 million. So there's still a lot of really mid-priced um, players who are bringing in the points. Um, the likes of Mason Greenwood, who got the only goal in that game between Manchester United and Wolves. He also has three goals. In three games right now and he has a total of 26 points and he's still in less than 15 percent of teams so um there's still some value in some really really decent um decently priced um forwards and midfielders um patrick banford as well who is really one to look forward to in the coming game weeks because they have some really tasty fixtures coming up um he's 7.9 million price right now and he got his first goal of the season um finishing the game week with eight points and i think there is more to come for patrick bamford i think he's one to watch for the upcoming game weeks so um like i said there, there are a lot of um really good mid-price options that are bringing in the points buendia as well um getting 10 points um for the game week and it's still in less than five percent of teams so we're really seeing a lot of really mid-price options who are doing really well and i think one lesson we've learned from game week um, gimmick one up to game with three is and um, with Manchester City players I think um, we just have to take that risk because 
Um, I, for one, when I wanted to start this season, I was, I was really, really um, saying to myself, look, I'm not going to take any Manchester City players for this season because the headache is just too much. But I think Pep, um, Pep Guardiola has probably realized that and he actually filled that the same lineup for the uh, for game week two and game week three. So I think if um, Pep Guardiola can actually keep this up and Manchester City are a team that scores so many goals and they keep so many clean sheets, you know, they're just that the dream. Um, it's a dream team for any FPL manager. I think that Manchester City team because there's points all over the pitch. I mean, Ferran Torres actually got an, a game week high 18 points in that game. And Gabriel Jesus also got one goal and one assist in that game. Mahrez also had an assist. Grealish also had an assist in that game. Bernardo Silva also returned. Gudohan scored a goal. And um, Ruben Diaz and Laporte actually kept clean sheets. So um, the thing with Manchester City is it's just a matter of risk and reward. So I think um, you just have to like. You, you need to have those guys and some of them are not really that expensive i think ferran torres is the seven million priced and he's actually thriving really well in that attacking role for manchester city so um if you really one thing we've learned one thing i much um for one i've learned is that manchester city assets you can't you can't really avoid them if you need those points if you need those differential points i think the way it is now right now i think a lot of managers are actually avoiding owning man city players and making them even much more um, inviting because now they are differentials and they're actually getting the points, really big holds from those games. So I think they're really one to look at as well. Then um, going into the game, I think one thing we've really learned is that Arsenal defense is nothing to write home about in the Premier League. I think um, they're playing Norwich next. And I think if you really, really want to go for a point in this game, I think Timo Wook is one to look at. I think Norwich assets have what it takes to hurt that Arsenal defence because the way Arsenal have set up this season, they haven't actually scored a goal and they're considering so many goals. So if you have Arsenal attacking assets, I think you should be thinking of selling them. Then um, if you have defensive assets as well, I think you should be thinking of selling them because I think the way Arsenal is set up right now, I think they're set up to really concede so many goals and not be able to score so many goals. So um, I think you can even... Um, ban count the teams they are playing against to really score some goals so i think for norwich i think um this um game week four will be a really nice time to see how arsenal um you know sets up against you know some really bottom teams and if they can't even um keep teams like norwich from scoring or even getting three points um from those kind of teams then i think um it's a really worrying sign for people who own arsenal assets and may actually be time to start betting against arsenal like in uh, I mean, like owning players who have Arsenal to play because that defense is just so porous at the moment. All right, so that's all I have for this game week. I mean, it was a really lovely game week. I think uh, Mikel Antonio as well. I actually should talk about him here. Actually, had a goal and an assist, like I mentioned earlier, and it's proven to be a really, really valuable um, FPL asset for this season. His popularity has actually risen, and I, I think um, is is in is in about forty five percent of teams right now. So um, I just hope he can keep that form up. I hope he really can stay fit and continue to get us those really good goals because he's playing really well. I think he's in, he's in the form of his life. Um, having broken um, the all-time um, West Ham um, scoring record and I think he can continue to build on that and continue to bring in the points for people who own him which is continue to increase in form so um, 
um obviously i've still got to like continue to make um, a lot of podcasts i'm going into the international break so that i can be able to go really deep into some of the fpl offsets so please do stay tuned to my um podcast channel you can also subscribe and like this podcast so that i can be motivated to make more podcasts for you to listen to so it was a really lovely game week i had 78 points um contrary to the previous game week where it was a really really horrible show for me like i said just keep your calm it's still really early in the season avoid taking too many hits um you really need your points to stay solid you know for the season so avoid taking too many hits a player that blank this game week is likely to score for the next game week you just have to look at those games and see how the players are really playing i think fernandez today might have gotten a goal um you know if things are just been a little bit di- a little bit different because um he, he, he really got in those attacking positions i think wolves were really good at that game but being the player fernandez is he really got in those kind of positions and these are players who they don't, they don't need too many chances so i think you can see kind of trust in them to bring in this one we saw it with mohammed salah he only needed a penalty even if it was kind of controversial and the way just is set up you know so defensively strong but these are players that they don't need too many chances they can always get you those holes so just keep your patience um, try to use your free transfers if you can, but if you can't really stretch your squad that much, avoid taking too many hits and, you know, just just keep your head, avoid those rich transfers. Make sure you're making, if you're going to take hits or so, make, make sure you're making really informed um, transfers and I think that's what is going to really ensure that you have a really good season. So thank you for listening to this podcast and I hope to see you soon. Um, the international break is going to be really exciting. I hope our players stay fit. And I hope you still have your wild card in case we have a lot of injuries coming back from the international break. So thank you for listening to this podcast and I'll see you really, really soon.